Hello and welcome to episode 92 of the Mo Money Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful Thursday episode. For today's episode, I am interviewing uh, a listener of this podcast, but she also has her own personal finance blog, which I'm super excited to uh, share with you. So uh, she has a very interesting story. We try to tackle some of the, uh, you know, most interesting, uh, important points uh, and turning points in her life in this episode. Um, but basically, it is absolutely an episode to inspire you, to motivate you, and to prove to you that no matter where you start out in life, you can end up wherever you want as long as you make the right choices or eventually make the right choices and uh, work your butt off, basically. So I am going to be talking to Lisa. She is the blogger at madmoneymonster.com with her and her husband, and they are documenting their personal finance journey on their blog. So without further ado, here is my interview with Lisa for the Mo Money Podcast. Thank you, Lisa, for joining me on the Mo Money Podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you for this episode. Yes, I am super excited to be here too. Thank you very much. Yes. So I would love to uh, know a little bit more about you. So when you emailed me, you mentioned that you and your husband, you know, before you got together, you were, uh, you definitely made some money mistakes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's you, an you know, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and you definitely kind of changed your ways. You uh, started your own blog to document your journey. And so you're on the right path now. But I would love to know a little insight into like, how it was before you made that kind of realization that you're like, Oh, maybe not making the right choices. Absolutely. And um, I will try to go through. I, there are so many mistakes. I hope we can get through them all. <laughs> but I'll start with a quote. Um, okay. So my quote is, why start? You're not going to finish. Okay. So mm-hmm. we'll come back to that quote, but j- just keep that yeah. in mind. Why Perfect. start? You're not going to finish. So let's go back to the beginning. So I was born uh, to parents that never graduated high school. They were hard workers. They always paid their bills on time, but they didn't, uh, they didn't know how to build wealth. Um, mm-hmm. So they couldn't obviously teach me to do that either. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I saw them working. I saw them paying their bills. Now, we also lived in a trailer. And I know that's not a popular term these days. I guess they're (laughs) called manufactured homes. I don't. Oh, are they? Oh, I didn't know they changed the name. They did. They did. I think it went through like trailer to mobile home to manufactured home. I'm not sure how it goes. But when I was living in one, they were called trailers. um, And it was eight feet wide, 50 feet long. And Mm -hmm. the good thing um, about it was, well, one, it was immaculate. My parents were Mm -hmm. fabulous. Um, You would have thought they were CEOs at a company, the way they presented themselves and the way they looked. Like when we stepped out of the house, we looked, we looked, you know, like higher income suburban people, Mm -hmm. uh, which was great because I went to the good school. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that, that was a help. That was definitely a benefit. Um, now, I did have the uh, the embarrassment with living in the trailer, uh, not not because anybody really picked on me. It's just something I learned that I should probably be embarrassed about. Mm. Uh, so I kept to myself, didn't really um, think I was smart enough to ever go to college, didn't think I could afford to go to college, partly because my parents would say, sorry, we can't afford to send you to college. So mm-hmm. when you hear that over and over, you think, okay, well, maybe that's not in the cards for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> So graduated high school, got a full-time job, and married my high school sweetheart. So that mm-hmm. was uh, marriage number one. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was in the military. I was supposed to move with him to the south. 
in in the meantime, I was working at McDonald's. I was sexing chicks. That was a that was a fun time. I don't know if you know what that is, but <laughs> I do not. What is that? <laughs> I worked at a hatchery. I sat mm-hmm. on a conveyor belt with about twenty other people, and there were these these little chicks. They would dump them out of their their pallets, and they'd go around the, the conveyor belt, and you'd have oh to pick gosh. them up by their wings and throw them mm-hmm. down the male chute or the female chute. So, oh my god. Yes, yes. And then they would go over to like the vaccination table. And yeah, exactly. I I don't know how the whole thing worked, but that's what I did for eight hours a day. (laughs) Wow. Exactly. Um, So in the meantime, you know, I I decided, you know what, I I don't think I'm going to move down south. I don't think being married at 18 is is the life for me. Not that there's Mm -hmm. anything wrong with that. No, that's Mm -hmm. what my parents did. That's you know what I mean? It's um, yeah. Nothing wrong with that, but for me, that was not what I wanted. Um, I did always want to go to college, but I didn't think, you know, it was for me, and I, I said that before. Um, and I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know how how to do it, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I ended up working at a factory soldering electrical components together. Mm-hmm. Um, and there I met a pe- pivotal person in my life. Uh, he was an in- engineer. He had his master's degree, but he was still pretty on pretty much young. He was, uh, I think he was still in his 20s, late 20s, maybe at the time. Mm-hmm. And one day I'm working on this project with him. I'm soldering the parts and he was sitting there with a master's degree and he had some patents to his name already. And he said, what are you doing here? Why are you here? And I said, well, what do you mean? I, I like this work. And I, and he just left out like this this roar. I mean, he couldn't stop laughing. I, I turned beet red. Everybody mm-hmm. turned around and looked at me. I'm like, why are you doing this? What are you saying? He said, you are absolutely smart enough to go to college. You can, anybody can go to college. You know, you can afford to go to college. You work here, just pay for it as you go. Mm-hmm. So he said, why don't you apply to the community college? And this is something I never even really heard of. You know, I, I'm embarrassed yeah. to say that, but I didn't even know about it. Uh, so Secretly, I, I go back and, and uh, I apply on my own. Um, didn't tell anybody, didn't tell him, didn't tell my parents. And a few weeks later, I, I get the acceptance letter in the mail and I was ecstatic. Oh, I mean, I was yeah. so ecstatic. Uh, I, I told my parents, you know, look, I got accepted. They, they, of course, were congratulatory. But, you know, at the same time, they said, oh, sorry, we can't help with the finances. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how you're going to do that. But I was working full time at this factory. So... And then I went to the engineer and I said, look, I got accepted, you know, and he, it was great. But now at the time, mm-hmm. I had no idea about an open admissions policy. No. <laughs> so I didn't know that they accepted everybody, but no matter. Still, yeah. I was excited, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so, yeah, I made up until that point, I was trying to find my way, trying to. I, my whole goal really was to get out of the trailer park because I didn't yeah. like the stigma that I grew up with. Right. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to get out. So I saw college as, as a way to do that. Um, mm-hmm. So I started uh taking classes. I would take two to three classes in the evenings. I would work at the factory during the day. So, you know, I'm getting up at 530. I'm working until three. I'm eating at Wendy's on the way to school Mm -hmm. at night, you know, and then Mm -hmm. I'm there until Mm -hmm. 10 o'clock at night. So it was that was four years. It was was unbelievably brutal. Um, So I did that for four years just to get my associate's degree because I was working, you know, at the same Mm time. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the the one the one thing I wanted to come back to that quote why start you're mm-hmm. never going to finish um, 
So I, I remember working at the, so I got the acceptance letter. I'm working at the factory and I've saved up $600, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, to take my first two classes and it was a lot of money for me. Okay. So I'm sitting there holding it in and I'm sitting with a good friend or the parent of a good friend, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting there, sitting there with my $600. And I, and I thought that was the night I wanted to drive down to the community college and actually sign up for my first two courses. And, and they looked at me and I guess, you know what they're going to say. They said, Mm -hmm. why start? You're not going to finish. And it just lit a fire in me. Uh-huh, good. <laughs> and I, I got up, I drove down to the community college and I took those first two courses and I didn't stop until I had my master's degree. So wow. I'm sitting here today with a master's degree in a scientific field. I work for a pharmaceutical company, a major global pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it definitely paid off. And that's uh, something I want. I want people to know when they're younger, you know, don't listen to yeah. the naysayers. You know, if you have a yeah. passion to do something, you can do it. Just just do it. Like like the just Nike do it. Mm-hmm. Like the Nike slogan, just do it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. No, that is super like inspirational. And I, believe me, I, I definitely, I had a lot of support growing up, but I also had a lot of naysayers, you know, oh, you're a girl, you can't do this, or, you know, you're not smart enough, or blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm just like you. I try to, you know, let my haters be my motivators. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'll, oh, really? I'll show you. And that's <laughs> still, I still have that mentality, but, you know, it, it works. Yes, yes, it does. Whatever gets you to the finish line, right? Whatever gets you there. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I remember at my graduation party for my bachelor's, um, you know, I had told that story, you know, because it was a driver. So everybody knows that story. Uh, I got a card from a relative and and inside she said, we don't just start college, we finish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was great. That was that was wonderful. That's amazing. Let's let's move on to uh, us. Some, some uh, not so great uh, decisions that I've made that mm-hmm. that it, had I not made these decisions, I'd be sitting here probably retired for about five to 10 years. OK, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, after the, the marriage ended, the 18 year old, yeah. you know, when I was an 18 year old, mm-hmm. um, I got through the college. I got into a relationship. It wasn't a great relationship for me. We just didn't mix. You know, we yeah. were kind of like oil and water, um, Mm -hmm. as far as that goes. But so the second half of my bachelor's degree, I went full time, I was with this person. So we were living together at the time. And that was partly why I was able to finish the second half of my bachelor's full time. So I didn't Mm -hmm. have to work that factory job. Um, But in the meantime, I also worked in an ice cream plant, I worked with kids during the summer. I was a dog walker. I did whatever I had to do. I was hustling to get, yeah. to get some money. Um, but anyway, I allowed that, that bad relationship to last for seven years. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> knowing, knowing probably after six months to a year that this is not what I should be in. You know, this is mm-hmm. not, I don't see this person as my husband, as my future yeah. husband or father to my children or whatever. Um, but you know what? Inertia just takes over and yeah. I'm working on school and he was working long hours. So it was just something that you, I didn't put the time into thinking about how that's going to affect my life in the future. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just let, you know, seven years slip by, you know, just not even mm-hmm. thinking about it. Um, so at the time 
I did graduate when I was with him mm-hmm. with my bachelor's and I got uh, my pharmaceutical job, my first pharmaceutical job and starting salary was 45,000 a year. Uh, started investing in the 401k 15% right off the bat. Uh, mm-hmm. Started maxing out the Roth IRA right away. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but that obviously didn't didn't last because the relationship didn't last. So yeah. right before we broke up, about probably six months before we broke up, I bought a rental property, okay? Mm-hmm. So this wow. rental property I bought for my parents. I wanted to move them out of the trailer and into mm-hmm. this rental property. Of course, this was in 2007, and I think, you know, mm. oh, no. <laughs> the very tough you know the bubble, right? It was yeah. the very tough. But I was with, I was with my long, long-time boyfriend, and uh, he was making plenty of money. I had plenty of money. I could easily subsidize my parents to the tune of 800 a month, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, as long as we stayed together, which we did not. <laughs> yeah. So that relationship fell apart. You know, I... Basically, I lost the big house. You know, we had the mm-hmm. big suburban house. We had brand new. Um, we had an in-ground pool put in. It was fabulous. I was living mm-hmm. the life. I was yeah. right around 30 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we broke up. I had to move out of that beautiful house. Now, remember, all I wanted was to get out of that trailer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So at 30, I'm moving out of the beautiful house with the in-ground pool into an apartment with four lawn chairs. That's all I had. That is all I had. Now, how many women or girls graduating college picture that for themselves at 30? Right? Yeah, probably not a ton. (laughs) (laughs) Not a ton. You're not going to be you never know how these these decisions are going to affect your life. Um, Now, the smart thing for me to have done would have been to move into my parents, well, into my house with my parents. But at 30, I didn't want to do that. So I took some lawn chairs. I set up camp in in an apartment. Now, I didn't even know, really. I wasn't examining my finances. Could I really afford to subsidize their living and this apartment? I don't know. So I sat there in the cold. I didn't turn the heat on. I had my winter jacket on. Like I just sat there because I I just didn't want to be that failure and I know it's ridiculous coming out oh yeah but that's so oh I totally get that like I used to worry so much in my mid-20s because I was so broken not making that much money and I'm like oh gosh I hope this gets better I'm like I cannot move back to my parents I can't I just can't (laughs) you know right the only thing I mean I had my savings that I I was socking away in my retirement you know so that was a good thing that I did Uh, I had my education I had my good job yeah and my lawn Mm -hmm. chairs and my two cats that was it (laughs) I had to start (laughs) over I mean one weekend I went out I bought you know bath towels I bought pillows I bought I mean everything Mm -hmm. you need like you utensils I needed everything (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was just basically like a total hard reboot um but that that was that was that taught me that I could do anything. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that that moment right there when I when I clawed myself, you know, clawed my way up out of that darkness. I was like, you know what? I think I'm unstoppable now. <laughs> yeah, you can get so, through anything. That's <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I was kind of letting loose at the time too. You know, you know what? I don't mm-hmm. I don't have to answer to anybody anymore. I'm mm-hmm. starting over. I'm going to hang out with my friends all the time and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that and and then I got involved in 
another relationship that wasn't the best relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, you know, it just, yeah. however, that one ended with, um, with me being a single parent. So, mm-hmm. so this was a, this was a big one. Um, mm-hmm. So again, I'm a single parent in this apartment, still subsidizing my mother, my father had passed on since then, mm-hmm. you know, since the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm subsidizing my mother still to, to the tune of 800 a month. Uh, so this was, this was a terrible, terrible decision, right? But mm-hmm. I went back to work after having my daughter with nose to the grindstone. I've got to get serious. This is, yeah. this is no joke anymore. I cannot, you know, live my life like I'm forever 20 years old because yeah. that's not the case. And it wasn't the case even then. Mm-hmm. Um, so any extra money I had was going into the college account and we weren't taking vacations. We were, mm-hmm. you know, but, but I knew that she was so young that she wouldn't remember that. So that was my, yeah. that was my saving grace where I didn't want her, you know, to know how much mom messed up. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, so I was really, really focusing on building my life up again and being the person I knew I should have been, you know, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. along. Um, so about that time, uh, let's see what happened after that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there are a lot of uh, successes and a lot of failures <laughs> to go through. But, uh, oh, so I was, I was squirreling away any extra money that I had. Um, I wanted to get her out of the apartment because, again, in my mind, I need to get her into a house. She needs to have a Of course, I yeah. could have just moved into my house with my mother. But, again, mm-hmm. I had a mental block about doing that. So I thought I'd buy a second house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I proceeded to do that. I, uh, I went ahead in 2010 and mm-hmm. I bought a, a single-family home on a half an acre and settled I, when I walked away from the settlement table with $200 left in my bank account. Oh now, my gosh. I still had some, I still had money that I, that I had socked away in my 401k and, and mm-hmm. things like that. But, but who does that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 200. I didn't know when I woke up the day of settlement, if I had enough to write the check, that's, oh, that's wow. how close it was. Um, oh, wow. But I had a backup, right? I could always move into my to my mom's house with my daughter. I could rent out the new house or vice versa. Mm-hmm. I could move my mom in with us. I could rent mm-hmm. out the other house. Um, we lived for a year without a washer and dryer. Uh, mm-hmm. I would take my clothes over to the other house to do them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, you know, it's just, just things like that. Uh, that I, if people just realize you make one bad relationship mistake and you've just you know, messed up the next 10 years of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, no. But uh, after that, I started to date. So uh, now I'm getting serious, right? I, I realize yeah. I realize the importance of choosing the right partner. Um, mm-hmm. And I wish I had realized that a long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not. So not only though am I dating for myself, I'm dating for my daughter. Now I wasn't, you know, my daughter's number one. Of course she mm-hmm. is. That goes without saying, yeah. right? Yeah. So anybody who I'm going to find who I feel is acceptable for me will also be acceptable for my daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. But it took me about two, three years. Uh, I went on probably 105 dates. I always. Oh my I god. Always, 
I always joke that my husband, my current husband, now Mr. Mad Money Monster, uh, (laughs) he was date number 105. And I can tell you that's not far off. (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah, because because I knew, you know what, I can make it on my own. Like I have been down and out and I have come back up. So I don't need to have somebody Mm -hmm. to help me make it. Like I am choosing somebody who is going to benefit me you know, the whole picture. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was pretty easy to be, you know, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's a good vetting process. <laughs> yes, so it's good to be picky. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so we got together and, and it, we knew instantly it was, it was a match. It was, yeah. wow. It was a match. <laughs> but, uh, you know, then we started to live like, you know, we're 20 again, you know, you're mm-hmm. dating, right? You have to yeah. spend money when you're dating, you have to do things you have to, mm-hmm. I mean, it just adds up. Right. So, yeah. um, he did move in, uh, before, you know, right before we got engaged, he moved in. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know, my house that I bought, you know, it was, or it, I still live in it. We still live in it. Mm-hmm. It, it was smaller. Mm-hmm. It was 1300 square feet. Um, mm-hmm. I bought it to be a rental property eventually, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because that is my plan and our plan now. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, in my mind, it was too small. You know, we can't live in this small house. Oh, this is, <laughs> yeah. and we had animals. We have two dogs now because we blended our animals. So two dogs, mm-hmm. two cats, a kid, and it's, and it is on the smaller side, you know, it's a three bedroom, two bath house, 1300 square feet. But so what were we doing? We were looking for a bigger house, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now what's, now what's interesting. Um, my husband, he's always been good with money, but not great at wealth building, you right. know? So, um, and again, he never really focused on, okay, well, I'm, working X number of years. And if I do this for another X number of years, I could be here. Like that wasn't his focus. So his focus is film and his passion is film and he is successful in it. However, his pay is variable and unpredictable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, we, uh, we're looking at these homes, which, Oh, oh my gosh, this is all I ever wanted, right? The big suburban mm-hmm. house, right? This is the yep. this is my dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're looking at these all the time, not really examining if we can comfortably afford it, you know, yeah. just assuming we can. Um, so oh, a few years ago, you know, we, we get a house under contract and it was gorgeous. Five bedrooms, right? Like 3,000 mm-hmm. square feet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> However, I couldn't sleep at night. I mean, oh. I was having heart palpitations. It was like, it was just anxiety out the, you know, wazoo. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. Um, fortunately, after a few months, the home inspection comes back and there was a mold issue that they couldn't get remediated and we're like, you know what? We're out. <laughs> yeah. 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 We are out and we are smarter than this and we are yeah. not going to do this stupid stuff that we've been doing for the, you know, we would yeah. take two steps forward and 10 steps back. I like, this mm-hmm. is ridiculous. We're smart people. We're educated yeah. people. We make, you know, high incomes. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So we finally got our heads out of our butts and we're like, <laughs> we're going to stay in this small house. We're going to renovate it. We're going to renovate it with cash and mm-hmm. we are going to retire in a few years. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Ooh. So do you have uh, plans for, yes. do you have plans for early retirement then? Is that so, kind of your major goal? It, so our major goal is, I don't think my husband will ever ever retire he will Mm -hmm. work i mean he lives because he loves what he does he loves it he loves it i mean he was a teacher for about oh 12 15 years um and he he left that to pursue film because if not then when right yeah exactly where he was so he's like you know what i'm doing it um and that was a few years before i met him uh so yes our goal is to have the option to retire. Yeah. I am big on options. You know, I enjoy my job, but is it is it really what I want to do? I don't know, until I'm 60, 65, yeah. probably not, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say what you want, will want to do at that point in your correct, life. So correct. it's nice to have that freedom. Absolutely. So right now we're just pretty much debt-free aside from the two mortgages. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, you know, knocking them out as quickly as possible. Uh, we're looking at probably a few, a few years to have both of them knocked out. And then the goal is to just purchase rental properties, cash and build up that passive income and just enjoy. Wow. Did you ever think that you would be at this point in your life after everything you've gone through? Yes. Surprisingly, yes. That's why. That's why I think I was okay. Well, I'll do this now, but I'll fix it later. You know. Right. But Mm -hmm. the 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 key is, I could have been instead of a few years from now, it could have been a few years ago. Yeah. And and that's the key. You know. So. I know. It's all about yeah. What I especially as I've gotten older, it is a lot about like. Doing things early, uh, sacrifice and prevention. <laughs> yes, absolutely. there's so many things I look back I'm like, damn, I wish I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and there were a few things. Like I said, you know, I started saving a high rate for my retirement account um, right off the bat. Now I did, I did suspend those contributions uh, for a bit when I was yeah. in the apartment, but you know, back on track there. Um, yeah. But again, those were vital years where if I could have. You know, if I would have been maxing that out during those vital years, but you're, you know, you you can't get everything right. (laughs) I know. But we did, you know, we didn't overspend for our educations. We both got free master's degrees. Um, Mm -hmm. We both, uh, you know, didn't didn't go overboard with any debt as far as the bachelor degree. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so, so there were, there were pieces of, well, we did that right. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, helped us, that helped us to, to be where we are today, you know? So. Absolutely. So from all the things that, um, like some of your kind of major money mistakes, what are some of the things that you want people to know to not do? Cause you did it and it didn't work uh-huh. out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think one of the biggest pieces that people should realize is, um, they, they need to make savings slash investing a priority and, right. and do it as young as possible. Obviously, time is yeah. time is the factor that you you can't control and it's going to slip away. So obviously, the mo- the sooner you can focus on that, you know, the easier it's going to be. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I think that's that's one of the big things. And then as far as the relationships go as well, I mean, if you yeah. pick a partner who isn't on the same page 
that's going to yeah. be tough too. You know, I don't, I don't know how to convert someone. I know, I know the relationship that I was in with the big house and the pool. Um, we were not on the same page financially at all. I mean, there were a lot of pages mm-hmm. we weren't on. This, we weren't yeah. in the same book. Let's say, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he was a spender and we'd go out yeah. to eat, you know, with 10 different, with 10 people. And he said, Oh, I got the tab. Well, what are oh, you geez. doing? Yeah. You, know, you don't you make ever, that much money. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever talk about money with him? Or was that one of the things I that did. you felt like I, you did? Oh, really? yes, absolutely. But there was just the resistance and just yeah. did not, not an openness, not an openness, did not want to change, did not want to listen. So I, I don't know. I mean, obviously other, you know, not everybody's like that. You can, no, you know, but and, I could see how that could be. Yeah. That's kind of a deal breaker. If someone's not open to oh, yeah. change and it's like, no, 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 this is we're talking money. Like this, this is our future. <laughs> like, <laughs> absolutely. Come on. Absolutely. And the contrast, the great contrast is that my husband now, you know, we'll go, once a month, we'll do like a, a financial checkup and we'll go mm-hmm. to a, a coffee shop and I'll take take the laptop and I'll have a presentation ready. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. Right? That feels so cute. <laughs> like, oh I'm more into money and graphs and charts than he. Obviously, he's yeah. the filmmaker. I'm the scientist. Come on. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, we'll sit down and and I'll even prepare a presentation on something that he might not quite understand you know like mm-hmm. something with real estate or so <laughs> it's just great yeah you know? we love it so it's yeah. such a I'm contrast so, though to the yeah to the show. I'm so yeah. curious how did you kind of get involved in real estate investing was that just something uh-huh. yeah well, like that's, that's very interesting trailer park doesn't Is it? it it all goes yeah back. Uh, when growing up all I wanted was a house all I wanted yeah. was a house yeah with the second floor, with a flight of steps. That's all I wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so I hear you. You know, it's become mm-hmm. this kind of obsession. Like, I want to own as many houses as I possibly can. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's definitely a dream of mine, too. And I think yeah. I, I didn't grow up in a trailer, but I grew up in a very small uh, rancher with my, I, and I always shared a room for like yes. 15 years of my life. And growing up, I'm like, oh, one day I just want to, you know, have a lot of space. And yes. uh, yeah, yes. we're working on it. On it. <laughs> working on it slowly, but surely. Well, that's what I thought I wanted, all that vast space. And I'm thinking, I know I, I can't even keep this house clean. What am I thinking? Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, I know, actually. I know. Oh my gosh. It's we so have, much uh, work. Oh. It is a lot of work. I know. Yes. We moved into uh we were in a one bedroom for we've always lived in one uh, bedroom apartments for years mm-hmm. and then when we finally bought our place in the summer it's a two level townhouse which is great so much space but it takes a lot more time to clean I'll tell oh, you that yes. right now oh yes it <laughs> didn't <does>. expect that <laughs> i know we finished we did a we did a finish on our basement over the summer so now we we took it from 1300 to 2100 square feet and it's fantastic mm-hmm. we love it it is it That's is awesome. the appropriate amount of space that we need. Um, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, just having this additional space, it, it it's like the work, it doubled, you yeah. know, it's like yeah. doubled. Yeah. And the, the contractor, well, don't you want a bathroom in the basement? I'm like, no, I do not <laughs> want to clean another toilet. I'm sorry. Exactly. No. Exactly. No, <laughs> exactly. So I'm so curious when and and why did you uh, get the idea to start your own blog? Was it mainly just to start uh, documenting what you've gone through? You know, I was so um what's the word? Uh scarred by the mm-hmm. by the um the ho- the mold house. Yeah. 
the anxiety and not sleeping at night and what if he doesn't get paid you know what he's expecting to get paid oh my god yeah I was so scarred by that I, I just we've got to get our crap together you know and yeah. I, I just started googling you know searching on the internet um I don't even know how I came across these financial blogs yeah I, I didn't even know they existed and this was like just a few years ago I know I and so we, yeah oblivious. there's a lot yeah it's, it's an underground movement I didn't even know <laughs> about right I'm like, I, well, I want to be a part of that right yeah I, I can do that <laughs> absolutely so I, I was racking my brain for names I'm like what sounds catchy I want the word money in it you know <laughs> yeah so that, that's how it, that's how it came about <laughs> I love it I love it well, I'm yeah. so glad that we got in touch and then you're on the show. And I hope, I'm excited for other people to listen to your story and then to check out your, your blog, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Oh, and I want to say one more thing. So um, with the trailer, yeah, these days, I love them. I feel like I'm, I'm Googling, you know, vintage mobile homes. Like yeah. I've even suggested we need to move into a vintage mobile home. Oh, my God, I would love it. <laughs> Simple living. It's Simple all the rage living. now. Do you know how much we could save? I'm like, I know. Oh. And then I think back, like I have a love for mid-century modern design. And yeah. our our home was late 1950s. It was solid wood. I mean, it was gorgeous. Yeah. I'm like, this is where that love came from. It never mm -hmm. clicked before this year. But uh, oh, that's so funny. It is. So, you know, I I just love it. I, I so I don't want to offend anyone who lives in a manufactured home or, you know, anything mm -hmm. like that. I think they're great. And I would, if I, I didn't get any resistance from my husband and daughter and dogs and two cats, mm -hmm. I would, I would move into one tomorrow. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe you'll have like one or two to rent out or to retire. In. I don't know. You never Absolutely. know. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Lisa, for joining me and chatting with me. I yes. loved, loved hearing your story. Oh, great, great. And that was episode 92 with Lisa. Uh, and you can find out more information about her and her personal finance journey along with her husband at her personal finance blog called Mad Money Monster. You can find it at madmoneymonster.com. I'm going to include links in the show notes to uh, her blog, some of her top uh, blog posts that she wanted me to share with you listening. And uh, there's also a lot of other cool stuff I'm going to include in the show notes. So make sure to go to jessicamorris.com slash 92 for all of that good stuff. One of the things that I am absolutely going to include is a link to a free challenge that I have just launched. I wrote a about it uh, in a recent blog post, so I want to share it with you in case you didn't uh, see it on the blog. Uh, I call it the Get Your Financial Life Right Challenge. Basically, I get a ton of questions and uh, just people wanting some advice on what to do. They, you know, are at different points in their financial lives and they just want a little bit of guidance. And man, I wish. I had something like this when I was, you know, uh, just starting out on my personal finance journey. So I created this 10 step free email uh, challenge, email course, whatever you want to call it, um, to guide you through the 10 most important things that you need to know in terms of uh, getting your money right, basically. So it goes through everything from uh, budgeting, uh, tracking your spending, tracking your net worth accurately, um, insurance, credit score investing, everything that you uh, should be aware of so you can kind of, you know, create a really good solid foundation and then uh, 
go off and fix your financial life. So uh, I'm going to include a link in the show notes, but you can easily find out my course in register at uh, jessicamorehouse.com slash financial life challenge. So you can go there or go to jessicamorehouse.com slash 92 to find out more information about that free challenge. A bunch of people have already signed up and I'm pretty excited to share it with you now because I think you will love it. Um, and uh, yeah, that's kind of all I got. I will see you back here next Wednesday for another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. See you next week. This podcast is distributed by the Women in Media Podcast Network. Find out more at womeninmedia.network.